Alright, boom. Live and direct, we're in the barbershop. Welcome back, it's Friday night. I'm the boy Big Ranger, aka Length and Strength. I've got my co-host here. Hey guys, it's Ben Frank here, Drake's number one fan, armchair scouse fan, short who cares. <laughs> <laughs> so nice, we had to bring him on twice. Hold tight, Kelly in the building. Yeah, good to be back, guys, man. Last week was a good conversation, man. So yeah, man, happy to be back here. Oh, definitely. You got a story to tell, man. Welcome, man. How's everyone been? It's been a long week. Some big things have been happening. Social media has been going crazy. <sighs> yeah, it's been, it's, been a, it's been a mad week for social media. It has, man. It's been loose. So, obviously, big, big news this week. Mm. Meghan Merkel. Is it Merkel? Meghan Markle. Markle. Mm. Interview. Uh, ruffled a few feathers. What'd you, what's your take on that, though, bro? Do you know what? When I first watched it, I was like, whoa, this is mad. Then obviously you know me, I like to watch yeah. things twice, three times. By the third time I watched it, I actually thought to myself, why do I even care? I'm saying it in the sense that like, our thoughts and our opinions, why, why people are getting mm. proper angry by this? Like, mm. like, you know what it is, because everyone's in their yard, it's locked down. There's nothing much else going on. People are really concentrated on the socials, the news. Like, if you, what else are you doing, really? So it, everything is a bit more intensified. Even the, even that recent thing, we'll get to that. But yeah, that was I think that was a big point where everyone just wanted to throw their two pence in, especially with the Meghan Markle situation, because you're gonna have it always creates a divide, man. I feel like they push a narrative to to create a divide, like because some people are gonna have the views of oh no, like uh, Meghan Markle's done too much, she's brainwashed the prince, or some people are gonna be like no, he's just seen the light. That's my opinion. I think he saw the light. <laughs> you know what I mean? He saw the light at the end of the tunnel. He thought, "Raw, this is it. Like, it's a bit much." And then she come in it because the race thing. Mm. To be honest, Harry was always like that anyway, man. From young, like he was his daughter's son. He, young, exactly. Exactly. He was his mum. He was his mum's son. Yeah. So like. Yeah, that was the one. <laughs> 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 it's his daughter's son. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely his mum's son. Know you meant, but, don't worry, right? but yeah, but to be honest, like even even watching all like from Harry back in the day because. My mum used to love like Princess Diana. I remember when she died, my mum and my grandma was distraught, bro. They was in the yard crying. I got back home. I'm, I'm even crying now because I think everybody's upset bro, about something. You can't disrespect Diana no, in an no, African no, household, bro. No, no, they no, all no, love no, her. No, no. no, she's loved she, everywhere. I, I, I won't go to, I won't be blasphemous and say she's hiding, but uh, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, you, you, don't, you don't say them things about Diana there. So Harry was always held in high regard because he was more like his mum. He was always like the, I wouldn't even say cultural, but he was more of like the open-minded kind of one. You see, like, you see, Obviously, obviously, people are getting annoyed with what Piers Morgan said and that. But you see, my take on it, mm. I don't actually think he... When I think back, I don't actually think he actually done anything too mad. No, I wouldn't say... No, but I wouldn't say he done anything too mad. But what it was, he was, speak on, he was speaking on a personal bias. Yeah. He had a personal agenda. He wasn't sticking to what was in front of him. He was talking from an insider point of view because he had his own agenda. Imagine, like, you don't like me and you see something that I've done, but you will not mention the fact that I've done it, but go all the way around the facts to say that it's not possible. Yeah. But it's in front of you. It's, it's live. You can see it yourself. But he's just gone around the houses to make it out that what she's saying is sort of like a, a theory or a story or he's voicing his opinion in the bias view. You can't be negative and trying to discuss it. 
like a, a, like some referees that are on Liverpool side, you know what I mean? They always gonna be. Oi, 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 oi! Football yeah, talk. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Shot time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are you gonna say about? Yeah. Why do you have to get that ready? I think I don't even think he. Did. You see, when I say he don't do anything wrong, Piers Morgan's like that though. You've seen him sticking it on people, even if you haven't agreed with what he's saying. He sticks it on politicians. He does. Even if, like, my view, I don't really think politicians really got it wrong with COVID, but he's sticking it on them, saying, "Why well, you?" No, I don't. I don't think they've got. Listen, I don't think yeah, they've done anything wrong. Yeah, don't listen. I don't think. I don't think. I don't. I do yeah. not think they've done anything wrong. What more could they have done to? It, it, it was. But, it was a very. It was a very it, hard. It was a hard thing. Do you know what I mean? Hard. But listen, as I said. Let's not talk about COVID, lads. Yeah, yeah, yeah let's yeah. not do COVID. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're leaving it. At you! Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm joking. Back onto, back, onto the, back onto the Piers Morgan. But as I said, some things he does say, right? And yeah, I believe there is a freedom to speech in that sense. But bro, he was doing it from a biased point of view. So you can't speak on a, you can't speak on a subject like that with a biased point of view because it's going to look... You're going to get in your feelings regardless of how it seems because you know why you're doing what you're doing. He only knows the reason why. Whether it be she ghosted him, whether it be whatever, he might fancy her, like some of the media says, like, who knows? Remember, Piers Morgan's married, by the way. What does that matter, bro? Shit. Do you actually think... Nah. Philip Philip Schofield would marry... Well, let's not go into that, you know? Hey, but listen, to me personally, what I like most about that Piers Morgan... That Piers Morgan... Uh, situation is when them is when them African women came on and absolutely ridiculed. Dr. Shola. Shola, big yourself up. Even you second mum, maybe yeah. third mum or fourth mum, whatever, but still mumsy in that yes, kind of way. You've done, you done a good thing, mate, because that boy was seeing red at that minute there and he couldn't handle it. You can handle it. You yeah, oh, Dr. Alex. Yeah. See the weatherman, the weatherman is on stuff. <laughs> now the weatherman is on his job. That Alex brother is on his job. He's very opinionated. Yeah, He's yeah. anyone. Make him take pieces, please. Do you know? Yeah, yeah. Do you know what though? Yeah, this is my. I hope people don't think he anything he said was racist because I feel like when they was going at him, I felt like it was more of because they thought he was racist. I, I don't think Piers Morgan said anything about the race thing. No, he didn't. He, he didn't. He, he I was don't just think, about the mental health. I don't thing, think he. I don't because think if you think about it, no, but the narrative that was being pushed out, they're getting black people to come and speak to him. Why is it just black people? Why not any? Do you know what I mean? I see, yeah, 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 yeah. That's yeah. A, because that. what their point was is that. How can you speak about racism from a privileged white, like, background? It don't make any sense. So, no, but I totally understand what you're saying. Why does mm. it have to be us? There could have mm. been other people mm. speaking, which mm. many people could have, but obviously that's the way the well, news want to portray certain button. things, isn't no, it? No, but will they share the same view as a black person? They, could, they couldn't, because they're not in that position. You see, even what Megan said about, they said, um... Questions about racism yeah. or something. <laughs> yeah, cool. Lots of people are saying, what, what, did, you, what did you expect, yeah? But... You know, there's, 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 there's black, not my parents, but there's Africans. You, you take a white girl home and, do you know what I mean? It would be mm. the, exactly the same thing. So, And the thing is, there is households, white households, that would almost say that in jest. Mm. Like, not even mm. say in jest, but it's just a question. I'm not it, saying it's not racist. Yeah, I'm not, yeah, I'm not saying it's, because that, in a sense, is that systematic racism. Is That's what we're built to believe is normal. However, it is a question that would raise... Generally, like if you're gonna be in the black household, it might be really like, I wonder how, I wonder how, how like you reckon your youth's gonna be. Like, that is a question that will be amongst your peers, your family. Like, it's just a discussion, it's not that deep. I don't but think so, you know. I think that's a very odd question. If you know, if two people are having, if two people are having a child, for me personally, what does it matter what color the child no, is gonna be? You know, one person's black, one person's white, or red, whichever, whichever it is. The I mean, fact is that they're having a child. 
the yeah. color and what what is it we'll see when the child is born mm-hmm. it shouldn't be a concern like oh what like what is what uh, what do you think the child's gonna like what color remember, the child's gonna they, be they, these are sure what people. color do you think the hair's gonna be no, is it gonna mean. be curly or straight no but, no but but wait that is just a general conversation though because have you ever had? Have you ever I had that conversation? Yeah. 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 No, 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 no. I haven't. Mm. But I've never had a conversation. I have not to say I have, but I have because mm. even like just in a Jamaican household, they look at the color of their ears to see how like you can see how dark a baby's gonna be through the color of their ears. Yeah. yeah. Like the minute then goes to their like the, the features there. So my nan will be right. Him gonna be dark still. Like you can see. Through, <laughs> you, know what I mean? you can see through the ears. Like when if you have a yellow baby, like it comes out yellow. Like there, there's no racism involved. Like I said I've got a white nan and all them things there. Like it's not that deep. But you can tell by their ears, like you can see if they're going to be darker by the shade of their ears or their, their, their body features, you can just tell, innit? Like, so it's not a conversation I think can be derogatory, but where it's come from, because it's the royals, because it's all the, the commonwealth, because it's highlighted in the media, that is why it's such now a race thing. Like, as I said, right now, the world is hypersensitive, bro. Mm. Everything is, before, listen, if you watch comedy from back in the day to you watch comedy now, it is a completely different thing because it's so censored. There is not a freedom of speech of how it used to be. Look at things like The Real McCoy, for example. That's an old school programme, but they very much play on like the black culture. Um, Harry Enfield and Chums, for example. That is a really good comedy. I like Harry Enfield. He's a fucking banter. But if you put the flip reverse, that is all stereotypes and, on, and they use that, the, the, the stereotypes to make comedy. And back then it was just whatever. It was laughable. But now everyone's on social media. They can't say that. Yeah, that's transgender. That's bi-neutral. That's... Every, you know, everything is gone nuts, bro. Like the world's gone nuts. But we're going too far off topic. Yeah, we're getting, we're getting. Let's rein it back into Piers Morgan and Mark, Meghan Markle. I don't think Meghan Markle's in the wrong. Basically, I just think she was pushed out. Like I just think, as of course, it's the royal family, bro. So when you think about it like that, they are not gonna allow that to happen. Come on, we know it. Like, you gotta be an idiot. You gotta be an idiot to think there's gonna be a black prince one day. Like in the UK, are you mental, bro? And, and that's why they, they said concerns, not conversation. So the concern was, if he comes out dark, we have to get yeah, yeah, we have to do something. There's no way it's gonna happen. That's why it was more concerns rather than a conversation. Yeah, do you understand? And also the fact is that they didn't want to give him a title. That for me, that that shows that there was a hidden agenda. Because how can they want to change a rule that was written in the, the rule books and all them sort of things? And they want to change it. They want to change it because they don't want to give Prince Archie a title. That is absolutely mental, bro. Do you know what? I'm going to be absolutely real. I proper don't care about this anymore. But <laughs> I just hope it doesn't divide our friends. Do you know what I mean? Because but I don't I'll, think I'll, how. No, no, because I'll be real. You see, at the beginning of it, where I watched it for the first time, and obviously, oh, yeah, people, yeah, people, yeah, yeah. people were saying, um, why has she not mentioned the racist thing? And straight away, my head was like, bro, why are you arguing about racism? And, but mm. to be fair, I don't, you know what I mean? Like, you know, yeah, you're, yeah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I probably don't care about this. They, said, just, as long as it don't, like, it's, it's just all the narrative. The yeah. same way that now this, this whole, the thing about the, um, the, cop, the, the police killing the woman now has overturned the whole media cycle. It's now changed from what it used to be. We're no longer hearing about the racist scandals of Meghan Markle. We're now hearing about men should be in their house at 6pm. Men should be... Like, what is going on? Obviously, I didn't really want to get onto this subject, but I'm going to have to because it's hot. It's going on right now. And to be fair, I put up a post today about Davina. She was like, what is going on? Why is everyone talking about abductions and like all the men and men need to be educating their sons? Like, she put it in real facts. Like, might we'll get the post up and put it in the fucking podcast if we have to. But, you know what I mean? Like, but it's gone nuts. Everyone is talking about 
put, lock up your... Um, if men, Imagine, they were talking about on Loose Women today, saying, if you see a girl walking alone on the road, we should respect her and cross the road. I get, I get, I do get it, but what? I do no, get it. But they're going for no, no, no. Of course, that's, you that's too, no, but it's, it's just as I said, the social media push a narrative to, to create these. Obviously, it may be a conversation, it may be um, just to create these conversations for us to discuss it. Who knows? But it may be just to change our minds and views. But that is bollocks because that's like saying, don't let your kids out to play because there's pedophiles snatching kids every day. Like, we could be on that exact same turn, and girls want to say it's sexual harassment. 97% of women have experienced sexual harassment. I get that, of course, because women report it a lot more than men do. And sometimes I agree that men are more physical in that sense, but we do get sexualized too. I was about to say that. Like, I've, been, I've been sexually like, harassed many times. You know, have you? Many but times. I heard my bum slapped in the club, like, turn around the girls, like, mm. That's sexual harassment. That's unwanted mm. attention. Oh, look at his muscles and they grab your muscle. Like, that's unwanted attention. Yeah, yeah, if yeah. I wanted to go to the police every single time that happened, yeah, the men's percentage would probably be up there because we do get sexualized as well. And I'm not saying what happened to the girl is a yeah. bad thing. Yeah. It, is, it, it is bad. Like, it is bad. It's and definitely bad. But I think it was a whole, like, the situation, it was a fed. Like, come on, like, what are you talking about, men? That was a fed, he abused his power. That was someone in power that abused it. Because if I was uh, a normal citizen or someone in that, like, situation, and imagine girl feds rolled up on you, flipped their badge, like, yeah, we'll drop you home, or they pulled up on you, they still have power. Like, we're still going to give in to them because it's female feds. It's still a fed regardless. Like, regardless, you know what I mean? And they could do whatever. Have all trunging on you about it. They could be out there with your ass, guys. You know what I mean? They go away. Uh, well, they can violate you. Put you in cuffs and chunks it off your body. <laughs> no, but exactly, it's the same thing. Abusing your power, bro. Like, and I think, like, everyone, like, they, as I said, I put the post up, and people, girls were messaging me like, I don't agree, and they're just saying, oh yeah, girls get sexualized a lot, and yeah, like, it's the way that we dress. But sometimes I feel like, not to say that you bring it on, because I feel girls should have, be able to wear what they want and do with everything there, and I think. Definitely, like, yeah, it's not about what you wear and how you carry yourself, but things like that, it's just weirdo shit. Like, who can explain, no. who can explain a weirdo trying to yeah. kidnap a girl? Like, that is unexplainable. That is, that is not normal brain thinking. So don't be talking about educate your sons, because our sons are well-educated, and the kids are well-educated to know what's right and what's wrong. What my man done was wrong, and what happened to my girl is not right, you know what I mean? So there's no talking about respecting females, because we do. Like, as men and everyone around you, if you've got... Obviously, some camps do a like where they got men in their team that are weirdos, but none of my brothers are predators. None of my girls are going to be holding on to a girl and she doesn't want to come with man. Because if I see that shit, then it's not happening. And I know that every one of my people around me are never going to let that shit happen. That's what I said. I was speaking to one of my friends the other day and I was like, I know a lot of men that if they saw something like that happen, or if they saw a girl being harassed or whatever, they will get involved. And I've seen it many times. I've seen it many times. People like you, like girls talking, generalizing men as a whole. I see what people are saying, but to me personally, because it's such a touchy situation, I just I just let it ride because yeah, that's what I was gonna you know say. what I mean. I you're, you're, you're in, obviously just, people being in their feelings. I'm in my feelings yeah. about it. When I saw it, I was like, I've got a daughter. Like, do you know what I mean? So I'm, I'm actually angry about the thing, but I understand what they're coming from because they go through it every day and they're scared. It's 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 pretty much the same thing how us men or boys have to deal with drama that's on the road. Yeah. Pretty pretty similar. Like yeah. we have to go a certain place or whatever thinking that right, something actually might happen. Yeah, just because like, just because we're just because we're just because I look but you see because I'm black or whatever the situation may be. So we've we've come from a similar 
a similar kind of standpoint to what yeah, is happening. Similar but different. Of course, yeah. similar but different. With what you just said though, mm. I think the difference is with us, it's just certain areas we go to. With girls, it's everywhere they go to. They'll, they'll most... Yeah, yeah. Most no, but, no, but definitely, don't but, get me wrong. If you, if you go, if like, say what, we go to, we go to like a, a festival in Birmingham, mm. there is that possibility we're going to bump into some guys yeah, that fit yeah, their yeah, room. Just like when we went to Birmingham that time and that mad thing happened right yeah, next to us. Obviously, right. it wasn't us, like, do you know what I mean? God but willing, it but been. it could have been. Do you understand? So we still have to go through that day to day, and that's a daily thing. But obviously, their their one is obviously they're coming from a point that they're vulnerable. Like yeah. they obviously believe they're vulnerable because because they're powerful, they're not powerful enough, and they can't protect themselves and protect themselves. They come from that point that we are vulnerable. So mm. do you know what I mean? But oh. same 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 as men. I think a lot of men are vulnerable as well. Yeah, no, to be honest, like, I think to to kind of round this thing up, we're not saying that. Obviously, what happened to the woman was was it's it's sad, isn't it? Like, it's not right regardless. It's it's not right. Right. And, yeah, exactly. So. Yeah, man. It's, I kind of get. I kind of get the area where girls are coming from now, but I'm not going to say it's too much. But they're entitled to do what they want to yeah. do. Of course, and girls. Everyone's entitled to opinion, but I think girls just slow down. Stop letting it get to you. Obviously, yeah, it is serious, and to a lot of people, it did hit home. But it's not that deep, man. We are aware of what's going on, and we are we are respectful to women, but and don't paint everyone with the same brush because I think that's the narrative that they're pushing. All men are the same. We don't all sexualize girls. Like, just slow down, anyway. I but, think I think what they're asking for is there to be more to done to be done about it when it's not happening, so everybody's aware. But like you said, I believe that a lot of people. I think believe everybody in this room has been educated enough mm-hmm. not to do something mm-hmm. like that. So. Even though they're saying it, it's like we already know no, these things. Yeah. Like what he done was disgusting. That like, he had mental yeah, health, wrong. definitely. Yeah, For you to do something like that, you're actually not in a mental yeah, state. Yeah, and, and he even got brought, and he even got brought up that he was um, exposing himself three days before, but he didn't act on it. Like, yeah. Yeah. Was, but anyway, fuck. Yeah, but anyway, that was what's hot. Man, I've been watching. It was not hot, but it's cold. But, yeah. but man, I've been watching this bad boy series. I know you, you bust me, Snowfall. If you ain't watched it. Lock onto it because yeah. it is absolutely sick. And like Franklin. Yeah, but like Franklin, and he's from England. Like the acts are Damson, is it Damson Idris? Damson Idris. Yeah, he's like 29 from the end. He's from Nam doing his thing. I would suggest everyone watch it. You know why it's such a good program for me? It doesn't glorify the, that life. It doesn't glorify. It's not like it's not like he went and got rich and then started splashing on jewels and that. He was still wearing a cash. And, and that's why I said it's better than power. Yeah, for me. Yeah, no, 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 it is. UK based. No, it's based in the States. Los Angeles, like, when a crack everything happened. Before crack even happened, so basically, he um, got the plug um, and then got shown how to whip it and then he whipped it into um, into crack and then saw what it done to the roads. Boom. Long story short is, he saw the effects of crack firsthand, like... What, destroying your own people? Literally. That is exactly... That destroyed him. No, 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 it didn't. It made him... It didn't. It made him more hungry, but that is like... It showed the inside workings of it because his people close to him started taking it and he got snaked by his brother. Like, it's a really good watch. Bro, you got... Hold on. Oh, yeah, we don't... Let... Right, let's not ruin it. Let's not ruin it. Yeah. Hold on, no, Cal. What are you saying, no? Wait, 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 wait. I have to pause everyone. I'm sorry. You might as well pull my shot. In the last two weeks... I'm about to get onto the Liverpool's demise. Don't you worry no, no, about no, that. No, no, wait, 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 wait. In the last it. two weeks... Done out here. Done, 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 done out here. Champagne Poppy. Sh- Champagne Poppy. Oh, you're, is that what you're Released oh. a free song EP. <laughs> best... Them three songs are better than any songs I heard last year. What's the best one? Well, I've shot now, man. Please. Nah, but I didn't say his name. Didn't say his name. Uh, he, Lemon Pepper Freestyle with Rick Bangin. Ross. Banging. Yeah, Ross, Ross killed it, mate. Yeah, Ross for me. Ross, 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 Ross is the, yeah, delivery is. Ross oh, made that tune. Drake just rapped for four minutes. Yeah, and it was... It was no, no, it was... It was meaty for me. I weren't really... I weren't really... Drake, yeah. Yeah. 
Nah, it's Ross. And home. Yeah, yeah, Ross, man. Come on. Nah, but listen. I can't wait for his album. Do you know what you? Do you know what you're like? You're like a. You're like a Piers Morgan for Drake. For Drake. No, 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 anything, but no, but you see, we, we, no, but Piers Morgan don't back it up. I back it up. With no, facts. you're the UK ambassador. <laughs> UK, UK ambassador. ambassador. No, UK ambassador. I'm due to go and order some OVO merchandise. No, some of his, yeah, some of his wear is kind of lit though. I can't lie that. But like, did you like the? You liked it? Yeah, yeah, I liked it. Still, you know I like Drake. Fans. No, but yeah, but I you play know. it down too much. I don't. Just own it. No, because I'm not a super fan, fam. No, but I'm. Not. I own it. I listen to. I listen to every. I got everyone in rotation just as much as I got Drake in rotation. Yeah, yeah. I got Drake in rotation. You got Drake in rotation. Constantly. No, stop. What songs was I playing on the way? I didn't play. I didn't play Drake. I heard Lemon Pepper about twice when he was in the whip, fam. Those are giving it the fucking biggest. Give me a line. Give me what's one of the hot lines. Tell me what resonated with you. Uh, on that lemon pepper? No, I'm not going to talk about lemon. I'm going to talk about the second track on there. What's that one? What now or something? No, yeah, it's called um, yeah, Once and Need. He's up on his phone already. Hey, viewers, you can't even see. He had it live there. See, Drake, like, the, the good thing about it, he does the subliminal thing, yeah? And you lot didn't even clock when he talk, spoke about Kanye West, did you? No, you didn't. Go and listen to the song. I don't even listen to the song. Break break song. Break no, I'm not going to break down nothing. Go on, go on, I want you to, lot to go and listen. Break it down, please. I want to know. He says something along the lines of, I went to go, because obviously you know Kanye West does the whole Jesus. There's nothing wrong with Jesus, but he does yeah, the church yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Sunday he seven. says he went to go and confess his sins, but Ye, Ye didn't want to hear it. He's basically talking about beating Kim. Don't lie. I probably don't. Oh, that's another thing I need to speak about. What? Kim and Kanye. Oh, those up, bro, man. You like Kanye, innit? Kanye was your dog. It's, it's, it's sad, still. That's sad. Well, that's he was sad. tapped, man. He was tapped. It was inevitable. What? Was it? It's through thick. Wait, what's the what's the vow? It's through sick, through <laughs> sickness, and, sickness and, health. and health, and through bad and worse times. And she couldn't hack it. What? Yeah, because he went on to interviews. Like, talking about, I wanted to abort the baby. You can't do that, bro. Oh, but he's got mental health issues. That's bipolar. Mm-hmm. At the highest level, he, he probably couldn't help himself. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? But big up Kanye West. Kim probably moving on to her fourth marriage. That's how it goes. That's how it goes for you ladies. But, so what yeah. are you saying now, Kyle? What have you been on? Nothing, man. I was happy to be on our first kind of... Our first level back to normality. Yeah, no, literally. Baby mother traffic. <laughs> <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you hit the roads at 3.30, it's peak now. Yeah, man, them. Miss them hours because there's rage out here. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, man. Yeah, working... Kind of back to usual, everything like back. Oh, you're back to work now. Are you back to work now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Back in the schools. Yeah, today was my today was my first day. To be honest, had had a couple meetings yesterday, but yeah, today was my first day. Felt nice. Felt nice. Yeah, the 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 kids them glad to see me, mate. Back to normal because the phone and virtual stuff. It this wasn't. Is that the first time they seen a new trim or did they see it before? No, no, they see it before. They've always been there. Yeah, I mean, say, right, hair's longer now, sir. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, they, that's what I was about to ask you. What do they call you? Yeah, Michael, sir. Yeah, but he's Is it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah if I was a teacher, I'd make them call me, but I'd make them call me. No, I was going to say the D word, but I don't want to say. I don't, I don't want to say because I don't want to do a shot. Yeah, we'll go. Like that sounded wrong. No, I was going to say Drake. I was gonna say no, that made them call me Drake. You're an idiot. Made them call me Drake. You're a weirdo, man. What's wrong with this fella? I leave me alone. Um, yeah, but uh, to be honest, yeah, it's, it's it's good, man. It's good to be back, man. Hearing uh, hearing how they're kind of obviously I always talk to them about how they how they was handling lockdown, but 
now to now to hear it for them like face to face because they always open up when they're face to face because yeah, you can yeah, imagine them doing homeschooling like virtual yeah, that's then right. having me on the phone after virtual they don't want to talk I, wait I don't even want to yeah, talk on the phone, phone. I hate yeah he's this fella yeah. I don't like talking on the phone as it is so obviously mm. when we're together that's when they open up more and they're more they're more natural and it's all organic isn't it so yeah, like, yeah those some of them are just jokers I'm man. happy like, for you man I'm happy mm. for you to be back at work man yeah what was it because you were doing the trading thing for a bit as well isn't it what trading yeah I still do trading. What you, is, is, is it? Is it a, like a learning process? What of trading? Yeah, is of it? course it is. But it's like anything, anything you get into, whatever profession it is or, mm. or hobby, you have to learn of it. You have to learn about it to be a professional, to be good as you want to be. Do you know what I mean? So a lot of people think, and you know, because there's because there's so many people like ex, not exposing uh, training, but like telling people, yeah. yeah. So people, so, yeah, so be people, a trainer. so people naturally think, oh, this is a quick, this is a quick. Yeah, when you tried to tell me, I weren't trying to hear. Yeah, yeah. It. Do you know I what I mean? But the stuff is really going on. Like I'm on, I'm on live calls with like people who are throwing like about thirty k in a trade. Three minutes, four minutes, boom, out the market again. Yeah, nearly right. doubled up. Yeah, that's nuts. That's nuts. Isn't and, and these are millionaires. So obviously, and and what they allow you to do, some some organisations allow you to follow. Well, obviously, the ones that I'm in, I'm, I'm with, they allow you to follow their trade. So mm-hmm. you can just do exactly the same trade they're doing because we're, we're all on we're all online on the what's it called um on a Zoom call. So he's got his screen, sharing his screen, whatever things he's putting in, we can put in. Obviously, some of them hit and miss and whatever, but that's just like anything, like that, any investment yeah. you do. Do, you, do. When I look at trade, I just find, I find it, it's like a it's like a legalised gambling. It's not, not legalised gambling, but it's just another form of gambling, yeah, really. It's, it's, because, not, no, because, it's not gambling. No, it's it's not similar. But, no, but yeah, but you're basically you betting your tip. money on, on yeah, stuff. Yeah, tip. but you can get mm. tips on gambling as well. Yeah, 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 yeah but that's like anything. That's like, I, I, if I was going to do, I'd rather just spin. Yeah, but I... I'd rather spin it. Yeah, don't get it sucked in there. Yeah, no, I'm joking now. Like, I do property investing as well, but it's the same thing. You analyse how you're going to make the money, where the returns are going to come from, how much... How much yield you're gonna make mm. on the on a property? Some of them don't go to plan. Market can go up and down. Same same thing. It's all investment, isn't it? Yeah, true. Nothing is guaranteed. Take your risk. Life. You can you can make a business same and put all the numbers risk. up, and and things not work. You make a food shop, mm. customers don't come. Now they like vegan food. You got a chicken shop. Fact. Same way. Same way. You can take a risk on a brick by exactly. picking. You can you can take losses. You know what I mean? 100%. Things just happen. You have to be able to take that risk to be able to prosper. So definitely. Yeah. But yeah, man. Life's been good. <laughs> I'm gonna laugh, man. Life's alright, man. Hold tight the last episode, people that been that been over talking. <laughs> Ain't that deep. <laughs> I won't say I'm, I'm not that bougie. You know what I mean? Like it's not that deep, man. Just slow down. Yeah. Everyone's getting on to me now. Is that how you feel, Range? What you're not oh, gonna what? you're not gonna promote my product because it's meaty. Oh, see, I, <laughs> I, 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 I a lot of people bro. was upset about that. Yeah, I know, fam. But that last one, you know. Yeah, I'm telling you, but that's just how life goes. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> that's just the way life is, right? <laughs> and as I said, like, boom, yeah, I'm not being, I weren't being horrible in that sense where I don't promote weedy products. I'm just saying, just make sure your shit's tight. And I expect that from my people around me. If you want me to promote your shit, make sure your shit's tight, B. Right, we're going to go to an ad break now. Um, before we do that, I want to shout out my boy Tommy. Bought us the shot glasses. It Pro says what? Ben Frank. Barbershop Chronicles. Boy Range. Barbershop Chronicles. Big up yourself every time. Cheers, pal. Cheers, pal. Cheers, pal. Make sure you do the whole thing as well. <laughs> You're a fucking prick, that's what I mean. <laughs> back into the episode, y'all. Welcome yeah. back. Because we're the barbershop, man. Happy Friday to you all, man. Grab a bevy, sit down in front of your. Li- hope you're sitting in your front room. If you burn a special thing, then sit down and burn a special one, because this is about to get heavy. As I said, we've got, my, we've got our, our brother in the building. Got a serious story. And for those that don't know, you heard me, Benny? Do you know what? I want to kick off this 
this so there's this this first bit. Obviously we call you Cali and most people that know you call you Cali. Uh, obviously you had the name before. Mm-hmm. Now I want you to tell us what that name was and while right. you do that, I want you to <laughs> describe that person. Fleas. Okay. But you know it's a different character, doesn't yeah. it? Yeah, exactly. that's why to, I want you to describe that person. So for anyone that don't know, describe who Fleas is. To, to be honest, same, same character, different mindset. That's what I can basically say. So, so from the outside, say, say I didn't know you and they said, so who's this guy Fleas? What, how would you describe him? I'll say, I'll say, I'll say uneducated. And not as in, not, not academically, just, just in a way that I was misled by certain things that I saw. Misled by certain things I was taught. And to be honest, not necessarily from inside of the household, because I come from a, a very good family. I come from an African family. My mum and dad's Ghanaian, so inside it was a very humble and respectable, respectful uh, household. But from growing up when I was young, because obviously I'm from Mitchin, and I'm from like the heart of Mitchin, like, you know, like where I was from, it's like the backyard. And at that time, there was a lot of stuff going on, especially in the flats where I was brought up. A Red lot brick? Of, a, lot of, a lot of drug dealing going on, a lot of violent crimes going on. And obviously, I was there as a young person being brought up in that situation, even though, like I said, the household was good. That environment wasn't good. Yeah, that's the so, end for you. A lot of the time, when you're growing up as a young person, you're very, you're very naive to things and very vulnerable. So, like I said, to be honest, even, even when I think about it, because my drive at that time when I was growing up was money. And not like physical money, but what I saw people having, I wanted. So I was seeing a lot of like, people coming on bikes, cars, like well, I'm talking about the older lot, not my, yeah, not yeah, my yeah. lot. So I'm talking like from the age of like 10 upwards, like when I could actually understand these kind of things. And um, what happened was I knew that my parents were in a fina- financial position to assist me with anything that I wanted really because it was unnecessary. Like I wanted stuff that these older people had that this cost money that didn't make any sense. So I'm seeing things and I'll be like, oh, I want, I want a bike. I'm seeing Peds, like convoy of Peds roll up and I'm thinking, oh, do you want a Ped? And I'm like about 12 years old. How the hell am I going to get a Ped? I need to wait my turn. But at that, at that time there, I wasn't willing to wait. Or if I'm seeing a guy with his, remember them, them days there was Aqua Masters oh, and all them yeah, kind of yeah, things yeah, there. Junior, yeah, yeah. All, all them kind of things in the latest 110s yeah, and 120s and yeah. so forth. So... Me personally, Shambhala bracelet. Exactly. Oh, Shambhala. Hey, that was a big thing. Well, know. don't forget you niggas. I know you was rocking those motherfuckers. Yeah. No man. <laughs> yeah. So like, exactly. Like them things there, especially like Shambhalas. Like when that came out, everybody was hounding to go. Yeah, get proper it. thing as well. You know well. what I mean? And I know I can't go to them and say, "Mom, give me some money." Yeah, to so buy like Shambhala. Shambhala. What Shambhala? What? what like, is that? You know, Shambhala. What? Yeah. What is that? Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I know. Like she, she worked very hard. Like she came over here in like in the eighties from Ghana. Obviously, had to do the. Then it's not obviously it's not just you. Yeah, what, of course. You've got not. siblings. I've got siblings. I've got an older brother and older sister. So there's people like that need. Obviously, the whole family need to be catered for. So my needs, they're not important. Like, do you know what I mean? My brother was also in the same position. He was very similar to me. He wanted nice stuff and so forth. So I knew that we knew that we couldn't go to Mumsy and ask for some ridiculous money for what. But before we get there, sort of no pups. There was no pups about. Pups was there. Pops was there. Yeah, Pops was there, but to be honest, my mum was like the main, the main breadwinner because she was just very smart and she had a skill. She was a caterer. So even when she came in, she started working in like Epsom Downs at the race course, in Canary Wharf. She worked on the Orient Express. Like she was doing like proper big stuff. Like, so she was getting paid good. Do you know what I mean? And she was, she was like, she was like, she's pretty much like how, how you see me, you know, like if you ever meet my mum, if any of the man that like, knew my mum, they'll say, yeah, like she, she's like a, She's, she's like she's like a stand-up woman. Like, yeah, she's yeah, like if you meet her, she's just cool. Yeah, yeah. Like, do you know what I mean? So she kind of integrated into England quickly. 
you know what I mean? So that's why I think she got all them jobs there. But um, we just knew at that time we couldn't ask for silly stuff, you know what I mean? But to be honest, we wasn't, we wasn't, how can I say it? We wasn't in a bad position of money because if you came to my house, my house was a nice house. Like, my dad was very savvy. Like, he was a jazz man. Like, he listened to, like, jazz and we had the banging of some speakers. Like, all this gadget yeah, stuff yeah, that we didn't even understand. Is that where your eclectic music... It probably did, without even knowing. If you, if you follow, follow Cali on Insta, you'll see him playing some random shit on these posts. You're like, what the fuck is this? Proper random, you know what What is he listening to? You know what I mean? Is that where, is that where yeah, you get Yeah, because you know what is? When I, when I take my mom's song and I play it, she just sings along with me. So, so, so she knows all them songs. So, so obviously, mm. you've had that taste for music. So, obviously, when you was Fleas, mm. was you still listening to this kind of music? You know, it's funny, yeah, because... It's, 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 like, it's like with the drill scene now. Like I'm, I'll be dead honest, and I know everybody would agree. When we was growing up, we was listening to stuff like Spice Girls. Like, Spice Girls was going off, and man was listening to Spice Girls. Spice Girls was going off back in the it's day. I don't care. Off. No, it's like, 100% going off. 100%. S Club 7. S Club Juniors. S Club 7. Are you talking about the Libby? No, but you know what it is? Don't say that. No, but listen, wait. No, but wait for a minute. Let me. Wait, do you know about S Club Juniors? No, I don't know about Juniors. I know about the proper thing. Seven, bro. I know about the real tool. Bradley and that. Hold that, my Bradley was giving it some. He used to give. Bradley used to give it something. You know when? Because he was the. the, the dark. You know what? Bro, he was a dark person, so he had to give it some. He had to prove his point. Big up Bradley every time. But anyway, yeah, it might use it. At the time, man would never be say that they were listening to it, but man was listening to it. What? But see me, I was I was a stand-up guy. Like well, before I even got into everything, I was I was very much like I used to dance in front of the family. My mom, my grandma was the one, she'd be like Michael dance. Yeah, hey, put five pound in front And that's very similar, that's very similar to my background. This, this was before I even got into fleas, I was listening to them kind of music there. When you were still like, that, that, that was, when you were still yeah, when you were still young, just, man. That was our era bond and that. Exactly, that was just the normal music that was happening. There weren't no rap music unless she was going to the States. And listen to people that Tupac and Nas. But apart from that, you listen to stuff that was that was coming from the UK, which was pop music. Jamara Choir. All of that. Jamara Choir is my guy. That's 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 red, all of that yeah, stuff. There. So that's the stuff. music I still listen to. Yeah, I don't listen to Spice Girls now, but I listen to stuff that resonates to me now, which is yeah. Jamara Choir. Simply red, big up the ginger man, you're done, man. Big up my ginger brothers. Hold <laughs> up the ginger brother in the crowd. <laughs> yeah, so. Yeah, so, so like, like, like I'm saying, at that, at that moment of time, that's the stuff I was listening to, but even, even when I started to transition into more of like the gap, because that's the time when the Gary scene come out, and obviously that's what we got into, so we would go to like my brother's house, big up drill, do some sets at his house, and we was making music. But even before I even got into all of this like criminality and stuff, it wasn't even about violence. There was nothing really about violence. Like, Mitchum wasn't a violent place. It's not like your Brixton's and Pebbles, which is... I was MCing. It was MCs. Was, we, we was artists. It was graffiti artists. Yeah. Graffing, like, rapping. Everyone was, everyone was either graffing or MCing them things. Exactly. Literally. That's, that's what it was. That's what it was. So, so, where, so where did the change come, do you think? Like, obviously... Well, if I was fast forward to Ratlish, mm -hmm. I remember... What, what was it? Year seven or eight? Yes. And, and there was nothing. It was still kind of... Everyone was still friendly and then... Mm. Where did the change come? So, at what age did you hit and you thought, cool? To, to be honest, like, even my mum will say, like, you was always like a ruffian, even though you was very nice and respectful to the elders and so forth, you was always rough. Yeah, that's true. So, even, even, even when we went to what's it called, Gorringe, 
Yeah, Same fight. thing. I'll be fighting all the time. Remember, in school, I was. I just said, brother. Listen, my man used to have the annual fight of the year. The two strongest. You know when every. You know when you have the the rumors go around. Yeah, who's the strongest in the year? My man's name would be up there with some other you. Every single year. And in Rutledge as well. Turn, turn, up, at, turn up at somebody's school. They'll always have that annual scuff, bro. Like you know, it's gonna, like it's inevitable. Every year there'll be the annual scuff. At the, every, two, at the end of the year as end well. Of the year, just before they transition to the next one, just to solidify, I was the strongest around town. You know what I mean? Every year, my but obviously like. It plays, he plays it, Dan. Even, and, but that's what I'm trying to say. But you'd never expect that now. But this is why we want you to tell that character. No, 100%. But like I said, I don't think it was ever a transition. I think that was always in me to be kind of rough. Even though I wasn't like a guy who'd go out and punch yeah, somebody up on the road. I was just a very much like... I don't know if it was more to show your dominance or whatever it is. I've still not discovered what it was for back then. But it, like, I was always like that. Me and my brother used to fight all the time like, when, like, when we were young. I was always like a fighter. I was always a ruffian, do you know what I mean? And I always used to watch mangas and think I was like a ninja. <laughs> like, even till now, like, I, I, pra- I try to practice on somebody. What, you want a little kick? Like, <laughs> you know what I mean? You can't kick your head. But, um, yeah, but, yeah, but that's what it was. I had, a, I had an uncle and he was very rough. My uncle's a rough, my uncle was rough. My, my big cousin was rough. He's come in the yard and punch us up. So it was like a thing, like, toughen up, toughen up. So I think that's where the kind of mindset come that you have to be tough. Like, do you know what I mean? So I think that's where it kind of come from. But when I got into Rutgers, I think that's when it all, that's when it all kind of changed. Yeah, it all escalated into a deep way. Because you met people with the same mentality. Yeah, you? same same mentality, proper higher energy. And it was all, it was all kind of around dominance. And, you know, yeah. and to be honest, at that stage there, I think that's when my dad left the house. So I think I had a bit more freedom where my mum was working and she was a hard worker. So she never stopped working. So we had free time to do whatever you want to do see, that's what I'm saying see that time of when you get home from school to sort of like bedtime see that in between time is very important people don't realise it but that's that's very key because that could either be you're in your house studying because someone's at home so they know that you finished school now so you got to be in or nobody's there so you can no, 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 you no, have no, the freedom it, to it go and explore exactly the same like, I had both parents it, I was still getting up to whatever it, it could have it been but I think I think yeah the, I think what it was was the freedom for me because obviously my mum worked late hours, obviously like bent, like obviously like contribute to the house. Because so they have to clean up afterwards as well. Everything, and then she'll come home at a certain time. We'll know what time she comes home, and we'll just play it to that. So if you come home at seven o'clock, I've got a whole. I finished school at three o'clock. Mm. I've got a whole four hours before you come home. I'm getting out to all sorts of madness. Especially where you're like, especially with the, like the way you're around, like of course. your environment, your product of your environment, and that 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 is very key in like in the situation because you can be drawn to things that you weren't even aware of before because. It's true. I think if you grow up in a different place, maybe you've been a different person. Hundred percent. Like, hundred percent. Like, and that, and I think that contributes to like. Obviously, everybody has like the hidden. Like, you're always gonna be naughty you yeah. wherever you go. You know what I mean. So it just takes the wrong place to be able to sort of draw it out of yeah, you. Yeah. And I think Mitchum was definitely the place at it that was, time. It was, but the, the the thing was, I think it was because when I went into Rutledge, obviously my older brother. Um, Big up Kefalar. Yeah, my older brother was obviously he was already there for like two, three years. So as soon as I went in there, I was like, "Yo, you're, you're, you're my man's brother. You're in there." So I was old, I was already with the older lot. All the time I was I was mingling with the older lot. Even from when I was in Mitchum, I was always with the older lot. It was only until maybe a certain time that I started like chilling with people actually my age. But before that, I was chilling around with the old my brother's friends and all that kind of thing. There, I was like the little homie, mm. if you know what I mean. But um, I think through hanging around with these older people, I was exposed to so much that I wasn't even ready for. So you, you, so 
basically you you was late your you, your mindset was years ahead of the yes. people that you're saying. I wouldn't even say years ahead, but well, it was just ahead, it, it was just knew. what I was exposed to. You're street more streetwise than everyone else. I wouldn't even say streetwise because I, I wasn't streetwise because if I was I wouldn't have done half the stuff I've done and luckily I, I didn't get myself caught up in I did get myself caught up in a lot of madnesses, but luckily I wasn't caught for them. So I could have I could have had I could have had a downfall like some of my friends did in a certain way. But great, we'll get there. Like, we'll, yeah. yeah, we'll get to that point there. But I think because I was hanging around with the old a lot, whatever they was doing, I was I wanted to do. So if I see you selling drugs and making money from it, and I know I can't get money from another means, I'm gonna instantly fall into that pattern and be like, oh, what's going on? So I knew that I can't go to mum's you know, and say, mum, like I need some money, like. Duh, duh, duh. Of course not. Even, even some even scared to go and ask Mumsy for the money because I just know how she is and I know she works hard. At the time, you don't know as young people how hard yeah, they are, yeah, what, yeah. what you're paying, you're paying for the house. We all think that it's just normal. Yeah, You've got a house it's not even being paid for. Yeah, it's not like, you understand? But it's not like we, weren't, we weren't explaining these things. So automatically, I'm not going to come to you and ask you. I just know this. So who do I go and ask? I go and ask the people I see getting it. And they obviously know that, okay, this boy's a bit savvy. Like, yeah, all right, yeah. what, you want to get into this? You want to get into this role? Okay. So, no, but obviously, and then boom, so, all right, forget about this. Like, schools, obviously, you get initiated into life. That's when shit... You can't, because no, that's, where, that's where your whole group, that's where your group, I'm not yeah. going to call it gang, we'll say group of friends. Of that's course, where it yeah, of course, yeah, obviously, that's you build a form. The high school's where the changeover comes, mm. though. Yeah, so yeah. you're either going one direction, yeah. or you're going the other. Do you know what I mean? And I, obviously, that's, Ratlish, the school you went to, Yeah. it was very much more... Ratlish is a boy school, though, by the, by the way, as well, isn't it? Exactly that. That's why, that's why you know why? Because it's high testosterone. See, man like me, I went to a mixed school. It's different, because you got a girl in the building. You know what I mean? When there's bare testosterone in the building, there's, everything's just going off. Everybody's just trying to be dominant. Cause it's, it's like, you know what I mean? Like, you can't put a male, all male lines in the same, but there's going to be fights all the time. Everybody, I think everybody, no matter where you come from, like what background you come from, you all learnt something from that school because you was around certain people. It was like multicultural. There's people who, there's families that come, people that come from families with a lot of money. Mm -hmm. There's people from families that come from nothing. But everybody was kind of in, like integrated with each other. But like I said, like for me personally, the first the first time I see somebody get stabbed was in that school. Yeah. Not in right. not in the school, but after school yeah. something happened, like in like in Wimbledon, and I see somebody get stabbed. Like, and that's the first time I, and I was, I was like, what, year eight, year nine in times there. So you could imagine that was like, it kind of became in my mind, like something that like was normal. I think from that school, it's like, you learned something, but it weren't a good, it weren't a good type of learning. It, 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 it more became just a normal way of living, if you know what I mean. But um, even from, even from leaving that school, because even like when I was in that school, that, I think that's when the whole gang stuff started happening, because... Not even to say that it was like more of like a criminal, a criminal mindset. Like, yeah, we're gonna build a gang to go and like fight other people. We don't really like that because when I think about how how my gang was how my gang was built, and if you don't know, my gang was called the Terror Zone. Jeez, said like the Terror Zone. So <laughs> yeah, gotta get them there. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? And um, how how this gang was how this gang was built was actually yes, formed yes, from well. from from the from the fact that there was racism in the area. Yes. Like Mitchum was very racist. racist. It was. It was. Remember and that, see that little blue thing that's by. The, if you know the end, you know the mm. end. But yeah, it was very racist. Very racist. I think I think it came more of a point of protection, protecting ourselves, mm. because we was we was we was we was a, we was a young group full of like ethnic people. So you're saying that the gang was created to protect yourself. Mainly, first. mainly, yeah, it was. And for me, I wasn't even like that. I was always re really rowdy and stuff, but I wasn't a troublemaker. Yeah. 
Do you understand? I can handle myself and I can handle situations, but I wouldn't direct. I had friends like that. We ain't going to mention no names, but they were direct troublemakers. And what happens is because of the loyalty and all them kind of things there, you, you directly back your friend. So and and, and that's and, and from even from me saying that, that's how that's how there was a big drama which sparked the whole area of Mitchum and it's it's, it's a historical drama which yeah. even lasts till now. Mm. And that I'm not gonna mention no names but I don't think it's necessary, but mm. through Mitchum and another part of the another part of the town in South London, but even from that it was because it, it wasn't directly because of something, but it was because of the respect and loyalty for someone that we thought that we had to get involved for. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even and, though now and knowing it, and, and the situation got taken too it far. It got taken way too far. Like, way too far to another level. Well, where, and, and would you... Would, would you regret it? Do you, not even that. Would you no, regret no, but, no, but do you regret it? Like, do you regret the situation? Of course. Because, yeah. because everybody lost. Yeah. Everybody lost. Who gained anything from it? Somebody lost a life. Somebody, people lost a friend. Like, so who won? And whoever does win in them kind of situations, nobody ever wins. I feel like now there's no going back now. When there, of course there is, because you know what is, I was thinking to myself the other day, like, um, <laughs> I was thinking to myself the other day, like, really and truthfully, because I believe that every, we've come a long time. That was when I was, like, 16. Yeah. With, like, knowing that there was a fatality. Well, you're 42 now. <laughs> yeah, but... Um, Knowing what I know now, yeah, of course, if you can change some things, you will change it. Because it, don't, it didn't benefit anybody. Like, nobody can say that it was a good thing. There's no, there's, yeah. At that time, there, there was nobody that thought that, yes, we're going to brag about it. Like, how the new generation yeah, brags about it. It wasn't a bragging about it, it thing. It was no glorifying thing. It was no glorifying. The thing an, happened. It was an eye-opener for a lot of people. It was an eye-opener, of course it was. And, it and, was. The thing and, I is, think, and I think, sorry to cut you, but I think that was a substantial time in life. Mm -hmm. Like, as much as... People don't want to play it down, like, but that changed, I think, a lot of areas. The whole dynamic. But before that stage, there was very much a, a heightened tension, like people getting rushed left, right, and centre. You might hear about a rushing, like that was very much the street culture. But to hear someone got killed, I think that was a very big, like, it was a big generational change, and I think that's what made things get a bit serious on both on both parts. And we're not going to play down either side because it's not we're not here to do that. But it's just things change. Everywhere. Of course, dramatically. Dramatically, everywhere. Mm. Clap, bang, into a break. Oi, before we get there. The good, the good, the good's life. <laughs> no, bring up my brother. Oi, look at the thing, it's proper. Come on, man. The good's life, good's life thing. Oi, holler at the thing. Grind now, greatness later. I might stick this on my car. No, 100%. <laughs> no, that's real talk, though. Big t-shirts as well. Grind now, greatness later, fam. Follow them on Instagram. 10,000 hours. You know about the rules, yeah, 10,000 hours. Yeah. This is the meaning. Right now, greatness late. And here. Good <laughs> Big t-shirts. Big up, guys. Don't forget the 5 a.m. creators. <laughs> back, to the, back to the zones. I please, Jay, please make it pop up there. <laughs> of course. And, and, and the thing is, at that time there, I was... Uh, I might have been like about 16 or 17 or whatever it was. But at that time there, I, I conceived my first child. And at that time there, my child was like about maybe, she, I was 17 at that time anyway, but my child, my child, was, my, child, my child was about to be born. So all the stresses of all of that and this, it was like a big thing on me. So that was a proper eye opener. When, when that thing happened, my daughter was born five days later. So. For me personally, so for me personally, it, for me personally, it was like a, it was definitely an eye opener, especially when my daughter was born. 
and I saw her being born, like, like you know, and I held her and I was like, this is actually, this yeah, is actually this crazy. Like, this it's actually tough, really, this yeah. This is different now. Yeah, yeah. That's different now. Exactly. And then what happened was after that, of course, like, I calmed down. I wasn't, I wasn't on the road as much because obviously I've got responsibility now and so forth. And um, yeah, like, obviously as, as years went by. Oh, wait, before we get, is that when you changed your name to Cali? Yeah, it was actually indeed. Yeah, because I think at that time there, I was searching. I was searching for a purpose in life. So was the name change like to deassociate yourself from your former life? Was that for you? Was that your reawakening? Was that almost like your rebirth? Like, like, like you just like so you just shed your skin. Like, was it like I, I, I've done it now? Like, you took off your almost took off your vest now and said, "Boom, this is it now." Like, was like Cali almost like to you still wanted to clench. Not to say clench on, but still have one foot in, but one foot out. Was that almost your one foot out, maybe making that change? What happened was I was searching for a purpose in life, so I started to practice Islam. So what happened was uh, I converted I converted to Islam, and um, yeah, they gave me the name Kaleem. So that's where Kali came from, because it's a, sh- it's a shortened yeah. version of Kaleem. So um, yeah, that's, that's where the name came from. Obviously, I would like to think that my, my, my mindset I wanted to change, but my actions were totally different. I was still, I was still around certain things. And what happened was is that, obviously, when you have a child, you feel some sort of like, I, w- I wouldn't say like it's some sort of like. Obviously, you've got the responsibility, but there's also pressure. So when you haven't got the pressure, say the grandma's looking after a child, you'll go and meet your friends again to feel normal again. Yeah, if you know yeah. what I mean, so I'm still going around the same activity. It's not like it changed straight away. I'm still doing certain things, You're still involved with certain, actions. certain actions, and so forth. Yeah. But what what the main change was for me is that when my daughter was four, her mum decided because me and her mum broke up. Like I went my separate way, she went separate. Obviously, was co-parenting, but the mum decided she had she had, she had, had enough. So she went her way. I'm talking about went her way. That like left the child and was like, I can't do it no more. I'm done. Listen, ladies and gentlemen, can we just please have a round of applause for my brother? No, please, no. See how <laughs> You're taking from... a liberty. No, no, it's not, no, it's not even no, a liberty. It's not even a liberty, but I think, like, see that, see that time there, like, men were very much scrutinised as being a washed up baby dad. Yeah, like, and they still are. Like, yeah, and, yeah, and some people still have that. So for you to be on the opposite end of that spectrum and you being that baby dad, like, that's nuts, bro. Especially the age, and especially that transition, that is a, that is a lot, bro. Like, if you think about back that time, you were still expected to yeah, be the same person then. you was. Yeah, of course, but you know the thing is, I was talking to someone the other day and they said the same thing, congratulations, whatever, whatever, there's a lot of people that wouldn't do it, but I was like, the thing is, you, they've not been pushed in that situation. Yeah. You have got someone, like if you had your little brother and your mum and dad, are you going to look after your little brother? Of course you are. Yeah, so I don't think I've done anything special, I didn't do anything special at all. Mm. The girl has done something wrong. That's the difference. I wouldn't do anything different. Like there was no. I'm, I'm not gonna build a bond with with my brother or whatever, and like all my all my kids, and see something happen where you're in a vulnerable position now, and something like you can be taken away, yeah, and yeah. I wouldn't step in and do something. What? Like, come on now. Yeah, I didn't do anything special. Do you know what I mean? So when people when people do say that, yeah, I understand where you're coming from, but. A lot of time, pe- men are not pushed into that position. A lot of women are. You've got a lot of single parents. I've not done anything different than single women have done. Yeah, Do you understand? So, for me personally, that's where the transition come. Because I was like, you know what? This is deep now. The girls with me 24-7. At the time, my mum was in Ghana. My little yeah, mum, so little sister and everything. So, full on. Full on, by myself, bro. Like, like and How was that, income's not coming in. Because I can't be on the road anymore. Yeah, so, there's sometimes I was in the yard, but I'm struggling. Stressing. Stressing, but I know I cannot do anything. So, like that, see that transition from taking a step completely out of the road. Like, how did you find it? And so much, like, how did your friends take it? Like, because you know, like, 
Yeah, because yeah. a lot of people kind of looked up to you in this in the sense that yeah, who he was, was. Do you know what I mean? So, but the thing obviously, is, obviously yeah. some people would understand. Yeah, you're yeah. doing your dad thing, but the, you know deep down. The thing, the thing is, the thing is, the same way they looked up to me, I was still the same person. Nothing changed. It's my my responsibilities changed. So the thing is, nobody. Maybe there was talks behind the scene of, but you know that time. No, even till now, you ain't gonna say much. Like <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. whispers. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, you know yeah, what yeah, I mean? Yeah. But I, I can I can respect that. Like, cause really and truth, we know in it. Like, yeah. but the thing is, it doesn't even matter what you think. My responsibility is way more greater than what you saw. Yeah, all gross. that stuff. No matter even if you said it to my face, it wouldn't even mean nothing because you don't even know what my life is looking like. Of course not. If it was disrespectful, yeah. then obviously even till now I'll take disrespectful as disrespect. Right. Like, do you understand? Like, that nothing changes in, in morals and understanding, and do you know what I mean? All that stuff stays the same. Yeah, so yeah, like I said, I've changed in my in my mindset and my responsibilities. But the same me is the same me. So if you give me disrespect, I'll give you disrespect. But sometimes, obviously, I think is even worth the disrespect now. So sometimes I think, you know what? Oh, whatever, man. Like, is it even worth it? Like, I mean, I know, I know how situation can go. Like, energy is very real. So if you give me energy and I take it to a next level, you want to take it there, and we're just, we're just growing on energy and it goes yeah, left. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I know the responsibility. So sometimes I'll be like, you know what? So whatever. You don't even mean anything. Do I do I wake up every day and think about you? No. Did you ever come into my peripheral when I was thinking about my my life and how I want stuff to go? No. So what do you actually mean? Like, do you remember when, when all this happened? You remember, because I'm a very much a... I love fashion. I love fashion from yeah, early doors. I was literally I love fashion. So even when we was in Rutledge and I was making money, we'll go colours in Wimbledon and let's yeah, go yeah. crazy. Oh, Big up Zach. Yeah, yeah, yeah Zach you know what I mean? Zach was the guy. He bust us and he knew. Like, when we come in there, we've come to spend cash. Hell of discount and all that kind of stuff there. But, um, yeah, I was, always a, I was always a dresser. So even when I started dressing certain ways, people are looking like... What's going on? Obviously, at the time, it was, it was quite hoodies. It was quite hood still. Yeah. But I've come with a different approach. But you're still, you still not going to... Of course not. I remember that first I, picture I remember, when, I, when I clocked that. You, started, you, had, when you had the cakes, the fairy cakes, and you were smiling. That was 21. Yeah, that Shirt, was, shoes, moccasins, yeah, bro. This is it. I was raised around that life. Even if I look at my dad and stuff and... Like how he was and my uncles and when we used to go to certain places, they always they always used to dress well up. You know how it is in in, in, in Ghanaian backgrounds. You're gonna you're gonna if you're going to a thing, dress up in it. You ain't coming in no nonsense. You ain't coming in no nonsense outfit. So I've always been I've always been quite flary. Like you you you're outlandish. Like you take bro. I can't lie. I've seen my man in like I've seen my man in some sandals and some blouses. Like blouse. Huh? See this? No, that, what maybe a black? Whoa, whoa, whoa! whoa. <laughs> a black, bro. It's a see-through shirt. It wasn't a see-through shirt. It was a mesh. You got a black see-through shirt. Mesh. It's mesh. Mesh. What's that see-through, brother? It's not see-through. That's a motherfucking black. That's a black. You see what? You see what? Yeah. See what? You see what? You see what I say about about fashion. See where I get my fashion from. Like if even if you go back in the day, the mafia were wearing stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. So they talk to the mafia. Yeah, it's true. I'm, I'm different. Where of course, like like you said, was was, was I upset that I would come out there and feel comfortable. Yeah, no. Like exactly. The minute you start feeling uncomfortable, you've got a problem. You yeah, can't just do it. Me, exactly. no one can't take me out of my. You are, yeah, like, no one can't make me feel uncomfortable. Like it's impossible. You may feel that that way, but certain times you've been looking at me thinking, "Right, I wish I can even pull that off." Okay. And certain yeah, men even come yeah, to me yeah, and say, yeah, "Certain men are like, raw, like, wait, that outfit's mad, but I can't even pull that off." But yeah, like, it's a, yeah, but that's just how this is how it is. You wish you could pull yeah, it off, yeah. like, but the mindset has to come with it. Because if you're uncomfortable, you can't pull it off. Yeah, you can't. Yeah. Do you understand? Yeah, that's what. 
off. Everyone that gets onto the boots, the boots. Can we get an update by the boot? Are they still alive? No, are you, if, if anybody's been raving, everyone knows about Caddy's If you've been raving, everyone knows about Caddy's boots. Are they still alive? Are, they, are the boots still alive? We just need to know. We just need to know. Are the boots still alive? Are they dead? See them boots? They are a symbol of warfare. It's a what? I need to see them. Them boots are a symbol of warfare. They were called the demise boots. They was actually a war. It's like they was they was they was not around war, bro. Like you know me, I've got my different cats. I can come as a Japanese geezer one time and like some long stuff. I come as an army veteran. I come as a bloody chimney sweep. I do whatever, man. I just love fashion. That's just me personally. So for me personally, it's like I'm see see where see the see the position that I'm in and the places that I go. It's not going to the hood. So I don't see people in the hood and have to be around people that will look at that and think, bro, yeah, why is my man dressing like that? I'm not around people like that. When I go out, they're like, bro, like, it's a nice, savvy little boy, isn't it? It's a, bit, it's a bit different, but that's not even what I do it for. I do it because I actually like it. No, but obviously, like, see the criticism that comes with that. Obviously, coming where we're from, like, people see that as, oh, what, my man's changed. Like, I have changed. Exactly, and we didn't work this hard to be the same. Yeah, that was never the plan. So I understand it, but for some people that don't get it, because some people are still slow, some people don't understand like the the growth mindset. Like, so for you, how do you deal with that? Because I know it's just like people be like, "Oh, Caddy's not really about that no more." Yes, you're right. Yeah, I'm not about it anymore. Exactly, I don't want to be about uh, it. Now, see me. It's so funny because I'll, if if you want to say it, come and say it, and I'll simply tell I'm not even on it. Like, people ask, so no, you'll get on the topic, like, okay, the, the, all the problems that went on back in the day, like you said, like, would, like, would you settle it? Of course I would. Yes. Like, you know, you know, I see a question the other day, though, like, 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 there was, like, two scenarios. Like, what would you choose if it was 50 million and you, and you can jump until you was, like, 50 years old? Or if you knew the same knowledge you knew now and would go back? I would choose going back but knowing the same knowledge because half of the stuff I would have done, I would have never have done. And I could still be in a position because my time is priceless. The money doesn't halfly mean anything to me. I can't get, I can't, I can always make money, I can't get my time back. But for a lot of people who missed out time, like my good personal friend, he lost a lot of time. Certain people lost a lot of time. They didn't get to see their kids grow up. Even whatever, whatever happened to me with my, with my daughter's mum and so forth, you put me in a blessed position where I got to see my kids grow every day. They have got a relationship with me that they'll never, they can never forget that. Yeah. Where certain people know, like, and, and the thing is with, with, with certain situations, there's always trauma built around it. So somebody's dad not being there for however many years, knowing that the person's in prison, how do you know how that affects the kid? Like, for me, my daughter knows that I've always been there. Like, good or for worse, like, I ban it with you sometimes, I'll, you'll get in trouble sometimes, but you always know I was here. Like, do you know what I mean? I'll be the first person she comes to when there's something going on. Like, me and her are, like, as close. Like, the stuff that I didn't get to do with my parents because we was very, like, it was very different because my mum come from, my parents come from Africa. They didn't have a clue what was going on out here. So when they're sending me out and saying, go hang with your cousin, my cousin is the one that's doing all the madness and showing me all this stuff. But you're happy with that because you you ain't got a clue what's going on. Whereas in me, I was, and, and you never had time to sit down and talk to me because... I'll come in the house. Yes, mum, no, mum, in my room. Yeah. Sneak in the room. And because there's three kids there, I can blend in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I ain't trying to make too much time. We ain't got a relationship. Even though I know it, like, she loved me and so forth and whatever, and I loved her, but I didn't understand love back then. But mean? I didn't have a connection with you, so I never spoke to you about certain things. Yeah. It's weird because you hold that stuff to the grave. There's certain things that you can't explain to no one else. And maybe to your brothers more yeah. so. So that's why you have that bond that is so sacred with your friends because you share things that you can't share with anyone else. Exactly, yeah. So that's why it is a family sort of thing. Like, that's why you do have that, 
And obviously people say, you know, back in the day it was labelled as a gang, but that's why you have a group of friends that had a similar, you have a similar mindset. Like, we're, we're all in the same boat. No. Did you even call it a gang? TZ, it was a was a gang. <laughs> but did you, did you, because obviously, at, remember, around that time, 2005, 2006, that's when the, the whole gang terminology became big, innit? No, it was just before that, because I before, swear it was like, it was like, two, it was, it was like 2006 is when the madness happened, I think, yeah, it was around yeah, then. So, so it was like, two, it was like 2003, 2000, like just like our last years in school, like year 10, year 11, like the first couple of years of college, and then that's when shit changed. You know what I mean? That's when shit got a bit heavy. Yeah, and, and, and the thing is, and the thing is, even, even like with, even with the gang thing, to be honest, like I said, it, it didn't start. It wasn't a violent thing. Everybody just wanted to earn their money. And then just having fun. Like, we used to have a lot of fun. We had, the, we had a girl crew with us. Yeah, like, I was in a long, I was in a long-term yeah, relationship. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 There was a lot of, there was a lot of them. Like, you had, you had, you had other girls from different schools, but it was like, Mitchum was the place everybody uh-huh. came to. Like, when the McDonald's was there, Rest in peace to McDonald's because that was the hub. That was the hub for that everybody. Hub. Every that area used to come to that to that to that place. There. Every area. And it was before all the separate before the separations, the before all the drama, all the passar. Mitchum was the spot to be. Like, Mitchum, Mitchum Funfair. Yeah, uh, Mitchum Funfair was, was an annual edition. That place there. Annual and edition, banging machine, lineups, everyone's testing it. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's yeah. remember yeah. testing yeah, exactly. it. Yeah, bumper cars. Yeah, the big scuffs on the green. Like you had to be there to be there. Even that with Mitchum and when it all, like I said, when I, when, I, when I had my responsibilities and I started disengaging myself from certain people and I understood, because I learned from a lot of my friends. I wasn't the person that was going to learn from my own mistakes because I see, I see the downfall of everything. Yeah, yeah. Like a lot of people are doing certain things, you go jail for it. I was a person I didn't like to be controlled, never had liked to be controlled. So I knew that if it's not for me, I know I could get in my position of somebody locking the door behind me, telling me where, yeah, when I can nice. bloody shit and bloody go to, go play snooker and I'm not really interested in it. So for me personally, because my friend, my closest friend got a long-term sentence, for me, it was just like, no. So for me personally, I started to obviously work. I had a mentor, uh, which was close friends with, um, with, uh, with a good friend of mine who obviously they put onto me because they're like, listen, like he wants to change. So he, he was a good man. Big up my brethren, Jason. Shout out Jason. Big, Big up Jason, Jason young man. Good I guy. feel like that's Big where you got a bit of your fashion sense of from course. as well. Because he's a swaggy guy. Yeah, you're not, you're not dressed similar. Scarves yeah, 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 yeah. and that. Is it a cravat? No, no, no yeah, cravat's all that. I bring it, I bring it live, mate. Step, <laughs> bring it live. Step in the opera now, you get me? You see it? But, um, yeah, for when I got my mentor, I think he taught me a lot of stuff that I wasn't, nobody were teaching me that like what he taught me because he came in my life and he was like, you know what, I see what you're like, you're similar to me. Like I was very much, I wasn't a rude boy, but we know how it yeah. gets sometimes. And to be honest, I was never a rude boy. I was never a rude and you boy. Were respectful. You I was I I I was a very respectful And the thing is see and see that's what people get confused. You see that's why like see mob bosses or what they see all these people that are high figures, they are respectful. respectful you can people, put them in respect the families. Respect families, they know how to talk to people, they can switch their tone to different people. That is a real boss. Real bosses really truly don't get their hands dirty. They're like, very, they're very wise. Yeah, they're very wise. They they, they know how to play their cards so they don't have to do much. Hundred percent I learned early because obviously when no, when, when Jay yeah. came into my life, he was he taught me he taught me upon the ropes. Mm. Yeah. So to be honest, he taught me a lot of stuff, how to present yourself, how to talk in certain situations. And he was probably the first p- person that brought me into a corporate like surrounding. Yeah. So I started to do like work with him um, around youth. So um, yeah, so that, that's how that's how I got to work with youth. Because obviously I had I had a I had a message to tell to them, and I knew that where where I come from, people can change, and it's the best thing to change because what we've been taught, we've all been misled in certain ways. Yeah. 
it, even if it's by social media, because social media came into it then. Not not as not as 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 prominent as our is now, but it comes. Lee phones. If you had a Lee phone, happy slaps. See all them things there. That's when so that's when the world started changing. Yeah, like that was mad, and I think. See us, man, as we can sit here as elders, because I think a lot of us are like 88s, 89s and 90s and all that sort of generation. We are like the generation that are special because we saw it from the beginning, the middle, and like it's going to grow. Obviously, there's no end right now, but we saw it before that. Imagine being in school where you can, if we could message in school like WhatsApp and be like, yeah, I'm outside your bubble. Oh, oh be, yeah, it'd be different. <laughs> different. Thing, see, things would have been a lot more intensified as what it is now because because you can organise a lot more. Things were different because you couldn't have the access to it. And you could yeah. disrespect a whole lot more. Yeah, 100%. Take it to a next like level, whole, do you know what I mean? Like this whole naming and shaming thing, I think it's got outrageous. I'm not going to get there because it's heavy. Like we'll, we'll do a whole episode on that because all this like stabbing, kidding someone and then glorifying it is fucking outrageous. That is mad. And but, especially when your friend goes to jail and gets life and then you're still acting like it was a good thing. Yeah, free. Like, don't, don't you feel that you, don't you think that you've sometimes it's time it's time to say no to that like I think I think it's time to say instead of saying through him like why did you let him do that exactly yeah like, why would you why would you guide your friend to do that like I, it's got to that point like man as I said people celebrate you coming out of jail more than they celebrate you getting a new job bro 100% like you will ha- I'll get more people outside the gate than me getting a new job bro. Just it just depends your, your, your set of friends though and that's, and that's it your social surroundings is a big thing it's a key and was that a lot for your growth, though? And was your no, but see, changing your social surroundings, yeah, did that make you leave some people behind? And were they rese- were they resentful because of that? Do you know what? I've not I've not left anybody behind because I feel that everybody has kind of changed with me yeah. in a certain way. Because I think it took not not to say anybody followed, but I think it took me for people to think, you know, what's going on here? Like, why is he so normal still after everything? So. And plus, a lot of people started having kids after as well. So certain people fell into that responsibility as well. So I think as, as we got older, not saying that I changed anything, but I think everybody started gradually changing because, not saying everybody fully did because they didn't. Even some people are now still doing yeah. the same certain things. But, but some people leave the life behind. Exactly. Some, some people thought, you know what, okay, I need to start fixing up, fixing up in a certain way. So I might do something different. I might go get a job and so forth. Yeah. Like, obviously, I've got, I've got friends from all different walks of life now just simply because of the surroundings that I put myself in. But not to say that I've left anybody. I've not said that, you know what, I'm cutting you off, you're not. Because yeah, yeah, what yeah. I'd rather do is share my knowledge and uplift you as well. Yeah. So you get yourself in a position. Yeah. I still care about my friends. Yeah, and my bring them in a position where they can exactly. so, And obviously, I like to speak, innit? So me, I'm a talker, so I'll talk to people. Like, if I know that it's going to mean them well, I will talk to you about certain things and hope, hopefully you get some sort of information that is, that's obviously beneficial for yourself. But not to say that I left anybody. I just disengaged myself in a certain way. So I started putting myself in different positions, built my business. So after, after, I, left, um, after I left working in the council, um, me and a couple of friends built my company, Unique Talent. Uh, so we basically work with young people uh, who come from disadvantaged backgrounds, six, high six, risk, six, 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 similar to where, similar to where, work, where yeah, I come yeah. from. Yeah. And obviously I, I just, I'm, I'm like a mentor. I don't like to say I'm a mentor, but I'm just like a person who can share, your story. share my story, give you some information, yeah, understand, educate you. Yeah, understand that there's a different option. I don't think people realise that there's a different option. Yeah. Uh, I think the road is very one-dimensional in a sense where, bro, you can easily get caught up in it and not see anything else but that Everything. until the day that you die. Come on, it's ridiculous. Like, and it's very easy it's to easy. do that. Like, you, you, can be, you can be with the man them every single day of your life. And it's so mad. Like, And I understand it because... It's very, and the thing is, it'll always be there. You can be anywhere in the work, like you can leave a job, mm-hmm. come out of jail, do whatever you want to do and come back to your hood 
and meet someone that was there, even if it's like a younger coming up, like you might you might see one of your brethren's son on the block. If you're one of those guys that have nothing else going for you, you're gonna be the guy that's ended up on the block with them. 100%. And people don't and realize so, that. Obviously, you're sharing, gonna be sharing knowledge at the same time, and you're not gonna realize that you're there, but you're there. No, but they, no, of course they realize they're there, but they can't do nothing about it because yeah, it's gone so long. Where they just no, stuck. but they can do something about it. It's, it's no, just, no, 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 of course they, they can, can, but they think yeah, they, they think they can. That's, that's what's mindset. And I think yeah, and uh, going back to what Callie said, like being around people that can share that knowledge and mm. you make you experience different walks of life, bro. Like being and being able to accept it, like you was able to accept it because if you was ignorant and you probably would have still been banging, like you know what I mean. You could and it could have been easily that way. You could have easily been led into like yeah, take a brick and start flipping. And it's it easy because a lot, you know, you know, you know how you know how the respect is in the town. A lot of people approach me like that. I'm just like, bro, that that don't mean anything to me. The money is not even a thing. Boom. Let me take five. Build up a zoo in that. But before we get to there, hold that, Uncle Winston's. Uncle Rum Winston's. Punch. Wait, Guinness punch. Rum Guns. punch. Thank you very Lipton. much, please. See, pimento. If you see pimento, see the thing. You know, it's the proper thing. Mm. Yeah, you know. It's Follow him on Instagram. It's Follow Uncle Winston's with an underscore at the end. Big up. Because they Dunlop. don't do just. They don't just do the Guinness punches. With they do food, food as well. Yeah. Lit food as well. Lit food. Big up yourself. Lit food. All right. Back into the episode, my brother. Damn. Welcome back. And for the people that are locking in, this one's for you. This is for the barber shop, yeah. That touched me differently. Alright, alright, cool. Yeah, nah. Yeah. Let's carry on anyway. So um I wanna to touch your unique talent. Um, yeah. Company that you've got. How did how did you actually get into it? Like what made you think, oh right, I wanna work with you? use because I've seen you've actually gone into jail to work with some young offenders as well yeah, so how did you get into that like have you done that before I had, had experience from working with working with the council where my mentor brought me on, on on board with him to work alongside him and he just kind of trained me up but um where I started to f where I actually got the the kind of thoughts into building my own company is that when everything was going on when the time was actually prominent in the area with a lot of like gang crimes and stuff yeah obviously the, the area started to have problems with themselves. Mm. And without mentioning any names, like there was two areas in Mitchell that had problems, mm. like deep problems as well, like very deep problems. Mm. And um, obviously I'm, like I said, I'm very, I'm very sociable. I know everybody like, yeah. you, you know how Mitchell, Mitchell was, a, Mitchell was always a place that everybody knew everybody. There was no in-house problems. You know it is, it's like, you know when bosses talk, you know when you got to call off the boss. They had to have a little talk about it, like, you know what I mean? There so was in-house problem previously, but it was all dead by then. There was, ne there was never really. That was the main one. There was never really. There was probably little disputes, but not, yeah. not yeah, nothing really serious. Yeah. But obviously, like, like, like Rain said, I, I get calls now, mm. thinking, and I'm thinking, what's going on? And obviously, I mean, I've, I've, I've been told that so-and-so's come to so-and-so's house, and this has been happening, that's been happening, and whatever, whatever. So I'm like, this is a joke. Even though I was away from it, at that, at that moment of time, I'm working now, don't forget. Yeah. So I'm actually working for the council. And... Um, what happens is this problem gets escalated to a next level and obviously people are still calling me like please like resolve it and you know like and obviously me understanding this and working with young people obviously it's my I felt like it's my duty to go in step in there knowing both of them and say you know what this doesn't make any sense especially because it's in-house mm. like we're so close to each other like don't disrupt the kind of like the net, yeah, of, of Mitchum, like that's not how Mitchum is. Like, do you understand? I know certain other areas flex like that and, and operate that, but this is not us. Like, it's never been like that. It's such a small, such area a small as area as well. As well. So it's, it's a village, isn't it? So yeah. it's like everything's all close. 
So um, yeah, so I got involved, and uh, big up my brother, uh, bring up, uh, big up my brother Mark as well, because he got involved as well. Because obviously I was close with both sides, but he was close with more of one mm. side. I was the only person close with the other side, so we thought, you know what, let's do a mediation. Right. Now you get them, you get them guys there. I get the other guys. We'll, we'll, we'll try and resolve it. So I remember we done a big mediation. There was like about sixty people there. Like put everybody there, everybody come. You you lot talk about it. So me and Mark are there, like talking about it, talking about it. And you was know, it hard to kind of because obviously I know how people are because because some people want to argue, but you're trying to. Say, but at that time, because me, because me, because me and my bro are so we're heavy. Like even though we're we're cha- we're change men, but we're like it don't it don't yeah, cancel yeah, the respect. Yeah, yeah. So right now nothing's gonna happen. There's not gonna be no disrespect. You've come here for mm. a reason. You've come because I've, I've told you to come. Mm. You've come because he told you to come. Mm. So therefore you're respecting our wishes. Yeah. So everybody's coming, it was humble. So I remember that day, like it was yesterday, everybody shook hands and we went about a business. But what happened was someone kind of like done a little sly thing while the thing was going on and posted it, like all this social media stuff. And it escalated again. And then what happened was, because it escalated so heavy, I was now getting calls and conversations from, from my superiors, not on road, but in work. Yeah. yeah, and saying, Rob, what's going on? I heard you done it like rare, rare. Like what's going on? What information? I'm like... I'm not into this stuff. Like, this, this is not my problem. Why am I, like, yeah. it's like it's me. So I thought, you know what, I'm done with this. Like, I'm not even getting involved again. So I told the people. So you left it? I left the situation. I said, I'm not getting involved again. Like, you lot are grown men. You lot deal with it. And what was your reason? Because? Because I felt like it was pressure on me. Yeah. Too much. I felt like it was too much pressure on me. Because yeah. I was still getting calls from people saying, resolve it. You're like, it's, it's gone off again. So everybody's still coming to me from that way, people are coming to me from that way. I'm like, bro, I've got a fa- I'm so tied up with my family right now. I'm a single parent. I just want to just be relaxed. Yeah, like, I didn't come, I'm not doing it for this. So I left it. And you know what I'll say, I'll say now that I, if I can go back, I wouldn't have left it. Because what happened after that is that it got out of hand and someone that I know ended up killing someone that I knew. A friend killed a friend. And for me personally, that was the point where I thought to myself, you know what? This is this 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 is actually ridiculous. Like now I understand why like like working with people and not giving up is so like like it, like it's a it's a it's a need because not that I blame myself for it, but I believe that if I kept on trying, that I could have probably got through to people again. Do you know what I mean? But because I left it, maybe they're just like you know what? Uh, no one ain't worrying us about. Let's just do what we want to do. And 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 you know what it's like like it, it's so sad to understand what happened in that day because you're still in the middle of it. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Like, still, everybody knew, everybody from Mitchell knew both sides. Mm. Sure. So nobody gained nothing. Yeah, especially if he was proper Mitchell, because we went to school, everyone... Both went to school, both of them. Went, you know what I mean? Like, so for me personally, you know what I mean? We went to school with both of them. Yeah. So for me, that was an eye-opener to say, you know what? And at that time, I was thinking, you know what? I don't want to have to... Make that choice. Like, not make the choice, but I don't, don't want to have to have the, like, the pressure from other people. So... That's where unique talent comes from because we can work for people. Because yeah. don't get me wrong, the council are good and everything, but we are the people on the f- we're the we're yeah, on the ground. So why not have our own thing? So me and my business partners uh, came up with a plan, and you know, like in 2015, it was like you know what, like boom, like it, it needs to be done. And how long have you been going for? Is that how long you been well, that, that that's when the idea was, but it, we we proper went in like I forgot what year it was, but that's when the kind of ideas come from. But then when I was like, you know, I need to leave and just do my own thing, is when that happened. So that's when I started working with kids and young people and vulnerable people and at risk people. So yeah, okay, and that's going well for you right now, isn't it? It's going very well. Do you feel like you can re- you're reaching through to some of the kids? Hundred percent. Like I work with so many kids. I had a, had a young person 
not too long ago where he went to he went to jail and he had cases before he started working with me but obviously when I started working with me he started making a transition so all like this the social workers and I saying no thank you for the good work so he went to jail for something previous that before he started working is that the one you was visiting in Felton in Felton no 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 no, not even him to be honest I I, I visited someone else in Felton but he went to I forgot what prison he went to um, but he went there and also I wrote a letter saying that this guy is on the he's on the path of transition. So it wouldn't make sense him staying in jail and that being all taken away from him because you don't know the impact of this. So my letter kind of resonated with them. They let him out. And since then he's been like proper good. But this, like, this, this is a case for a lot of people. I write a lot of letters and I only write, don't get me wrong, I'm not a person who just writes it because I feel if I know it's going to benefit you and I know I can make a change. I will help you out. So a lot of the young people there, I will do that for. If I don't believe question, quick question. Do you think prison rehabilitates people? I've never been to prison. No, but like from seeing it from the outside, seeing what it can do to the youth, do you think it can change people? It depends. I think it, it depends. It depends who people are and what they want of life. Like like I said, my friend went to prison for for however long, over over twelve years, came back, and he is totally reformed. Businessman to the high. Even when I talk to him, don't get me wrong. I talk in a certain way that people think, "Raw, this guy is." But when I talk to him, I'm like, "Yo, yeah, you're on stuff. You're on stuff." He he done he done his, he 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 what graduated in there? Yeah, no, he's no, doing he's it. doing his masters now. That's it. That's I've not even been to uni. Not saying that it's a it's a good thing or bad thing, but that's just his path. Yeah, yeah, like he's fully changed. When he was in jail, and people are seeing him, and they're saying they're thinking, "Raw, you fell off." I was to say, bro, don't let anybody tell you what you've done. Bro, stay away from them people there. They're not gonna benefit you. You go on your own path. Now when they see you on the top and you're in the you're in the parliament and that with uh, Michael B. Jordan and all them people there and you're doing yeah. certain things, bro, listen, they'll, they'll watch you same way. Mm-hmm. So don't get me so, wrong. So, He's... Right, boom, so wrap, to, to, to wrap this up in short. So kind of like to summarize, like the change. Like for you, what's like what's what can you say to someone else that's in that situation that wants to get out of what they're in? Because I think a, pe- a lot of people don't realise that there is another option. So what can you, to summarise your story and to, 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 to show the light on what you've done and created, I think because it's very positive. Like you, it, it's, it's completely... You've really lived it. Yeah. Right? It's not, it's not, it's not, not played yeah. out it. It's really been in too deep. Maybe we've played, we haven't, uh, it got into it's, mad deal, but... You, what I would say is that young people need to look into the future and, re- and realise or figure out who they actually want to be and look deeply into it because whatever you're doing, there has to be some sort of benefit from it. So if you, see, if you know what you're doing and you see, okay, that I want to do this, there's a benefit from it, what is the benefit? What, what's the balance in it? What overweighs the other one? Like, do you know what I mean? Like, I think for a lot of young people, we do things so rash, like, like, we don't even think about certain things. Like, certain people will say, young people, like I said, I wanted to be, I wanted to be a rich guy. Was I really looking at rich people? No, I was looking at road people. They didn't know we're near rich. If I was looking at rich people, I'd look at business owners. So now, that, that was the education now. So my job now is that we didn't have the education, so now I can at least give you the education. So it's re-education. Okay, if you want to be a billionaire, look at people that, look at the man that owns LV, um, LVMH. Like we're talking about over 400, mil- uh, 400 billion. Yeah, 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 like yeah, you really yeah, want to do yeah, it, or you want to do? You want to get a chain and a watch? Like yeah, yeah, there's, there's differences. So there's outside the box. Exactly. So now, because my mindset just changed to this, I'm looking at different people. I'm surrounding myself around different people. Not saying that I'm casual. I'll still hang around my same friends. Same you know way. So so the bottom line. So the bottom line is 
Step out of your comfort comfort zone. Like, like that is the way to grow. Step out of the comfort zone. Like if you think you can't do it, you can do it, my brothers. Like I'm, there's no joke, fam. Just. But yeah, yeah. no, nah, like you said, your like even your friends now. Like, do you want to talk about what they're doing now and how they're doing with their? Yeah, like all my friends are doing something positive. Like that's the reason why I keep good people around me because, like I said earlier, everybody changed. Don't matter what. I knew everybody would definitely make a change. Depends what time they'll make it. So. Even like when we was doing our thing, and there was a lot of people who owned their businesses. Like me, my f my first business, to be honest, was starting up a record label with one of my good friends, Els. Like um, not record label, sorry, sorry, a studio. And plush um, house, big, up plush plush. House, big up the plush house, big oh, up my yeah, brother yeah, Beans yeah, as well. Yeah, Beans. yeah. and LA. Obviously, I, I stepped away from it because I wanted to get into property and um, and other stuff. So that that was more me. Like, do you know what I mean? Even yeah. though I was an artist at the time, that was more me. And, that, and, I'm, and I'm loving it. Like, the, the trend, the change that I've taken into property investment and trading and other stuff there, that's like, that was proper me. Cause I, was, I, didn't, I didn't really want to be, I was always a person that was always on the forefront. Always at the front of everything. So, me going into did music. You, and see, did you really want to do music though? Do you know, it's funny. I always, I still make music, but I never wanted to be the person making. You just did it for you. You just did it for you. For you, exactly. You just did it for you. And that's why I would have never, I would have never won in that game because everything that I've done in. <laughs> why, why are you laughing, bro? <laughs> no, because the way you're saying you do it for you, like, did you enjoy it? You do enjoy it. What? <laughs> <laughs> It's the way he dropped it. No, I asked you first. No, and yeah, no. Cali knows. One of one of one of my favorite tunes of Cali's is "Beautiful Minds." He don't even remember it. I don't even remember. That tune was Yeah, he's got some classics. I made a lot of music, but you know what? You know it is. You said it was for you, my brother. You know, you know, no. If I made music, yeah, I would probably be one of the best and out there people. But because my mindset, I don't conform to any. So I'm too reckless. So yeah, I couldn't have yeah. lost in that industry, that's why I stopped it and I was like, you know what, let's make a decision here. And plus, even with music, what I was going to say, just quickly so we could wrap it up here, is that the era this music is going into, I didn't want to be a part of it. Yeah, I didn't want to be a part of it because all of this stuff that I was doing in my music videos, girls and stuff and all this stuff there, what I'm influencing the young people to do, I've got a daughter, so how can I be a music, how can I be teaching my daughter one thing, Say don't do certain things, but you're seeing me in a music video, beer girls and interacting with them in a certain way. Now you're gonna think, okay, my dad's doing it, it's okay to do that. Yeah. It's not gonna make any sense. So I had to make that decision and say, you know what? I, even if I'm gonna try, I have to try from a point where I have to show you different, mm -hmm. rather than I'm gonna tell you something, but I'm still doing something else. It doesn't make any sense. So that's why I kind of moved away from it. Nah, big up cow, man, every single time. <laughs> that's with the eye. Right, see that one there? Listen. The transition's sick, yeah. transition's sick. All the way back. Thank you for locking in. Do not forget to like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe in. Listen, like I said before, it takes about three minutes to um, create a YouTube account and subscribe to the channel. It means a lot. And for those of you that are watching a video and not liking, just click the like button. That don't even take a second. It takes about half a second. Just like the video. The more likes we get, the more subscribers we get, the more content we put out for you. The more love you get. Yeah. Every time. Big up our guy Kali today for coming down. Yeah. Hold tight the people in there. Hold tight the barber shop. Hold tight the Friday nighters. Hold tight the five a.m. creatives. Yeah. Hold tight the family Jeffers. Hold tight Lucky in the building. Hold tight my brethren sticks. Bill. Yeah. The ninja ninja in the place. Um, also, I just want to say if you haven't listened to Drake's album, listen to it. But yeah. Peace. And boom. Yeah. Lane's catering. Hold tight, Lane's Fusion Lane's for the fucking bagging food. Oh, mate. Patting us up every episode. See, Jalof last week. You see the sweet um, special fried ways this week. 
Yeah. Bye, guys. Guys, if you want to get your podcast out on Spotify and Apple Music like we have, just sign up to um, Anchor FM. Um, just type that in on, on your internet search engine and it'll come up. Um, it's got all the information there on how to get your podcast out. Ain't that right, Hiccup? Yeah, yeah that is. <laughs> Shit, nigga, damn.